Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to your Slightly Average Guys podcast. We do this every single week. We do it every Wednesday, roughly around 8 o'clock. If you've been watching, you know, we're plus or minus like 15 minutes every once in a while. So, But we appreciate your patience. You will see that countdown so you know exactly when we're going to start once we officially go live. But welcome, Slightly Average Guys podcast. We got Andy Nassif, Ryan Cole, and myself, Ryan Teeter. Uh, let's see what we got in store for today. Thanks for joining. I really need to get like special effects noises, you know, so we can just jazz it up from that. Like as soon as we come out of the music from the countdown, what do you guys think? You don't have those yet. No, I don't. You don't? Wait, maybe I do. Wait, oh. do I? Oh. Like what's in here? Oh, that's just music. That's just music. <laughs> okay, so you're just talking about like horns and and what you need is an audience clap as well. Like if something we say funny, you know, instead of everybody just laughing in the in the chat, right, saying ha ha and lol. Yeah, exactly. Just give an audience. Clap. Yeah, yeah, like totally full out. Like if anybody's in the chat and they really start, you know, laughing it up. Ooh, I bet you I could program it to where if they did a certain emoji, it would actually just automatically come through. Yeah, that, that would be even better. That would be like, as, as soon as, as McLovin, like, you know, types something, you know, it just starts playing the lollipop gill. We represent the lollipop gill. It's funny because it's an inside <laughs> joke. Um, all right. Uh, so it is February 3rd of 2021, which means this weekend is the Super Bowl. Now, oh, yeah. Tampa Bay versus Kansas City. Andy, who do you got and why? Like, who, who's your pick? <clears throat> or do you, or do you just not even care? Well, I don't care, but I don't care from, a, like, neither of my teams, right? But I care from a different perspective. So I'm going to go Tom Brady in Tampa Bay because uh, I think it's neat that we get to watch somebody that's been so good for so long. And I don't – I mean, you don't get to see that very often. You know, like, we had the opportunity to watch Michael Jordan – and then, you know, you hear about other guys that were just amazing or women that were amazing. So I, I like that part of it. But I just think that to have the ability to go play in your 10th Super Bowl and potentially win your 7th is just I, – I don't know how you overcome that. Yeah. Now, the Chiefs are amazing, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, That's, see, see I'm, I'm originally from Indiana, so I'm a Colts fan. And, like, I always hated Tom Brady and the Patriots, you know. And uh, – uh, it's funny because, like, I really want them to win just because, like, not only do you l leave your team that you've been with for, you know, since mm -hmm. the beginning, you go to a team that's not – like, when was the last time they were even in, like, the Super Bowl? Tampa Bay was, like, the late 90s, I think, yeah. they won. Yeah, like, not even win, just in it, you know? Like, so, like – and, like, I figured he would potentially get there, like, after maybe two years, you know? Like, really – like, No. They did it on a single year. That's what's crazy about it. And oh. this is the first time ever in the history of the NFL Super Bowl has been at the home team is playing in their stadium. So I think that that's such a now I don't know how many people are going to let in the stadium, but that's I don't know. That, that's that's an advantage nobody's ever had. Yeah. So I've yeah. got to imagine that there's some sort of mental thing where you're playing in your own stadium and you know you've got that this is our house mentality. I think that makes a huge impact to you uh, in this level of game. Yeah. So I'm just as a motivation um, type thing as well, right? They're not going to allow that many people probably into the Super Bowl, um, but it's a, it's a momentum and it's a motivation thing for sure. Yeah. I got the inside scoop. They're letting 27,000 people into the 
Super Bowl. I'm probably not really supposed to say that, but oh well. How many? I wonder how many people that holds. Probably sixty thousand. So yeah, uh, every other seat is filled with a cardboard cutout. Every single other seat is from from my understanding. I know how many we huh? printed, so I could tell you that. Mm. Yeah, sorry, Roger. I look extremely blurry. I tried to fix it. You might have seen my hand go in front of the camera, but uh, it's not working. Uh, I might just uh, step back out and step back in, see if it refocuses. But yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for pointing that out. But I I am really excited as far as like the team picks. Uh, again, to see this monstrosity of a player, uh, Tom Brady, just get back in there and light shit up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a couple friends that are Chiefs fans, right? And you know. Sometimes when you don't really care about teams in the Super Bowl, you probably just lean towards your friends, right? But I don't care. Tom Brady has been impressive forever. He's always been good, right? He's worked his way. I think he deserves this win, especially being at a new team. Um, You know, and the Chiefs just won it, I think, what was it, last year, right? Mm -hmm. Literally was last year. So, again, it would be awesome if they won two years in a row. I don't think that's ever been done. Um, I don't think so. But then... For Tom Brady's career, and he doesn't need this win to be in the Hall of Fame. He doesn't need this to be the best quarterback ever. But just how cool would that be, taking a completely new team to the Super Bowl? Plus, in addition to that, never really been a Tom Brady fan. Also never really followed him, right? So uh, not really following him now, but I have seen a lot of his off-field type mentalities and off-field, uh, just what he does off the field. And I think a lot of that as well has just made me kind of respect the guy a lot more. So it's been interesting to watch him. Not saying that he hasn't been great off the field in prior years. I just really have never seen that until this year. Yeah, they showed him, you know, uh, after the game with the, the Saints, you know, ended up being Drew Brees' last game. And he's out there, you know, hanging out with Drew's kids and everything and just, you know, having having a good time, you know. And just, oh, man, it's... It, Really good, really good sportsmanship, which you normally yeah. wouldn't think of, at least for me, you know, when I think of Tom Brady originally prior to this year. Uh, all right. Is there any food that you guys are like at a Super Bowl party? This is my go to. It, it's it has to be there. It's it's either the thing I'm bringing or the thing that needs to be there. One hundred percent. Ryan, like, like, let's let's kick it off with you and see what you can come up with. I mean, obviously, chips and salsa. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that's number one. That's the easiest thing you could possibly bring to a Super Bowl. It's absolutely going to be there 100% of the time. Whether it's chips and dip, chips and salsa, chips and sour cream, there's going to be chips and dip. You can absolutely expect that. Um, one of the things that you just mentioned, Ryan, you know, you're probably going to have a little get-together of, of some sort, potentially. Uh, I don't know if that's official. It's just maybe what I heard. But if my dad... Shows up to that Super Bowl party, get together, whatever, if it's going down, and he doesn't bring some wings, I'm going to be really mad. Last time I missed those wings that he made, I think we might have talked about it in the podcast, actually. I missed those. I am not missing those again. If I have to cancel everything that I'm doing, if I have to go to the hospital for a baby being born, just kidding, it's not happening. I am canceling it. What's funny about that, so everybody knows, there is a place in Michigan, right across the border from Indiana, that uh, is called Greenbush. It's a Greenbush Brewing. Uh, ironically enough, I'm wearing their hat right now. Um, a freaking number one, like, wings ever. They're, like, amazing. Straight amazing. Like, and obviously you can't get them all the way out here. 
and they always served their jerk wings. And they had the jerk pepper seasoning that, that you could put on, you know, stuff, which which was okay. Like, it, like you could tell it had the flavor, but it was missing something. And they recently came out with their jerk sauce that, like, oh, dude, like, it is it's right there with what, you know, they have back there. And, and Ryan was too busy. He couldn't come over. So I don't, uh, I, I, they, they may or may not. And we were just kicking around the idea today. I was talking to my wife and saying, well, maybe we'll have, you know, some of the family over and just get some, get some few, few eats and just hang out a little bit, you know, so we'll see what happens. But like mine, mine is either wings or like, nachos like it has to be like nachos it can't just be like chips and salsa it's got like those are my like i i want to have those and by the way i can't um i can have wings i can have wings so that is definitely happening but uh i can't have chips and salsa this this time so that sucks but andy what's yours so i'm all on board on wings i think that's a must-have um and then something barbecue so last year i did wings um i smoked some chicken wings and then i also made ribs so this year I'm going to do pulled pork. So mm. I'm all for wings of some type. Typically, we'll just buy them. I don't mind making them, but, you know, there's that. Uh, they're good from really good from this place or that place. And then you do them at home. And they're like, yeah, they're not bad. But I really, really like doing barbecue with something. So I'm going to do pulled pork. And then um, we'll probably do some other like sub type of thing, something for like kids. Right. So we always try to do something for all the kids because typically they won't eat what we make. Um, but they love all the appetizers and all that other stuff. So, but I'm, I'm a big fan of like just snacking food. It can be veggies, Mm -hmm. it can be chips, it can be whatever. I just want to like pick and just kind of eat and just throughout the whole time. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to switch something up a little bit and ask a, a different question. Bring all the food you want. That's great. If you could have anybody cater to your Super Bowl, Super Bowl event, who would you have cater? Wait, what's the price range? Like, are we talking like it's no, there's no price or are we talking like it's got to be reasonable, but we're, we're just talking like, it's not like you're going to bring in a, uh, I, I don't know, some French stuff from Paris and it, it's just stuff around Phoenix, right? I'm saying you <laughs> could go gonna... to Mastro's and have them, you know, cater your thing and you're, you're in there to a couple of grand for, you know, okay. 20 people. Maybe if that's what you want to do. That's great. But yeah, something, something reasonable, something, you know, you just cater at a kid's birthday party or something. <laughs> I mean, the the end you you went you you had me you had me had me peter piper pizza like that's where you went at the end like i was... you're not gonna cater steaks at a at a kid's birthday event you know what i mean so you know something that's more uh family friendly because not everybody likes red meat so go either one of you man that's a tough one i know mine jimmy john's <laughs> I, I, I'm catering Jimmy John's. I mean, I mean if we're on that day. level, if we're on that level, Chick-fil-A, because Chick-fil-A nuggets and, yeah. you know, they're wrapped. I don't care what you get. They're freaking good. You but, know? but they're closed on Sunday, so you can't. No, he, no, he changed the rules by saying it just, you know, like a kid's event, you know? Man, I don't know. I, I'm Subway, sure. Buffalo Wild Wings, Wings, etc. Valley Luna, Mexican food. I don't know. I, I really have no idea who I would have catered. I, I guess I guess for me that day is more about like what can we make and have fun doing rather than bringing in food from somewhere else. Like even if I go buy wings from like Zips, I love their wings. I'd rather still make other things and add. So I, I don't know if I would. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, like understandable. I, I think Respect part of it, the answer of declining my my question. Well, so I, th- I think what he's trying to say is that he the the part of the Super Bowl that he likes, regardless of whoever's playing, is he likes cooking, so that works well yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah, right. I respect that answer. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. All right. First, I thought you meant like if I could have a a chef or a cook or something come, rather than like just a random restaurant, that'd be a tough question too. I, I don't have an answer for that. Not but. for me. Dad's coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Um. Random question. We're going to move it up in the lineup here. Okay. What is something that you're supposed to like, but you find kind of annoying or really annoying? You know? And and I'm talking like, it could be like rearrange it. Like, okay, society says you should like this, like ranch dressing, but you may hate ranch dressing just because everybody says ranch is great on everything. I disagree. I, I'm not a ranch hater. I'm just saying it doesn't work on everything. Uh, Hot sauce. <laughs> That's that's yours. Hot sauce. No, it's not. It's oh. not. I was I was just adding to that list like hot sauce. Some people put hot sauce in their eggs. I'm like, what are you doing? Even though now you know I, I secretly do that, but nobody really has to know that. So hey, I'm I, I actually have no like, problem with hot sauce. It's it's people that put ketchup on their eggs. Like oh, what are you doing? Yes. What are you ketchup. doing? Or like yeah. chunky peanut butter? No. Yeah. Oh man. Don't don't get us on that grind of PB and J's again. We had a, a long discussion. Go back to episode like. One, two, or three. Andy, that's great. Do you have something uh, that that you should like, but you don't? Yeah, I think uh, two things. One is eating healthy and exercising. I mean, I'm supposed to like it and supposed to do it. No, I don't. I don't want to, and it's annoying that I have to or I need to. I don't. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, my, mine was going to be exercise because it's like. It's yeah. weird though, because like I get done and I'm not mad that I'm like I did it, right? You never like look back and you're like, man, I wish I wouldn't have fucking wasted that 20 minutes or hour, however long you worked out, right? But at the same time, you just find it annoying. Like I'd rather be eating a Big Mac right now. I don't, that, hey, Ryan, what is yours? I, I know some, and I'll just comment on that workout thing. I know some people have like those different mentalities. Like they love working out and that's their hobby and that's great. Good for you. But you can't tell me that that person doesn't like to sit on the couch and eat a Big Mac. Right. Yeah. Like, come on. Everybody likes to do that. Don't lie. Um, But anyways, I went to – so I I read that question, um, and and I I heard you say it to me, and I instantly just thought of, like, food. Mm. Um, I think society tells you you need to like chocolate. Chocolate is the best. You know, I'm, I'm sure like Corey loves chocolate herself, right? Um, I'm pretty sure every woman likes chocolate, right? Not going to just, I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't really like chocolate. Will I eat it? Yeah, absolutely. But like vanilla ice cream all day, vanilla cake all day, chocolate chip cookies, gross. Don't get those. Don't cook those. Don't, I, I hate those. Peanut butter, sugar cookies, all that good stuff. Chocolate-covered donuts. Gross. Get them away from me. I just don't... I can appreciate chocolate. My favorite candy bar is a Snickers. Um, You know, I do like some chocolate. I feel like chocolate is just, like, the normal. That's because it's also overdone. Like, you know, like, it's never like, hey, just chocolate. It's like chocolate cake with chocolate icing. It's like, no, no. Yeah. No, stop it. Just uh, vanilla cake with chocolate icing. Do, Do, like, one piece of it. Like, duh. Don't overdo it. I'm kind of with you on the chocolate one, especially with cake stuff. Not with the cookies, though. You lost me at the cookies. Like, you can give me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do I have, would I like and enjoy a good 
perfectly straight out of the oven, like chocolate chip cookie. Like, yes, absolutely. But like most chocolate chip cookies I eat are not that way. They're like these hard chunks in the middle that you're just like, gross. So, so you what want the really eating? soft ones where you like can break it and it's like gooey. Gooey. I want the ones that come out of the commercials. It's really hard to, that hard to ask. That's that's actually not really food. It's it's like silicone that they spray painted and everything else just and used a heat gun and it's. So you're, so Isn't you're there a show on me. Netflix about that, about how it's not actually food? There's a show somewhere. It might be on Hulu. Yeah, like, it's like I glue or right. some shit. Yeah. But you're telling me if that cookie, that fake cookie wasn't in front of you, you would not give it a bite. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you I would. <laughs> you know, the one, the only thing that comes the closest to like that always soft kind, not, not gooey, but always soft is a Panera bread cookies. You know, like those are the mm. ones that can come, come the closest, you know, but anyway. Anyway, all, all right. right. So I, I appreciate you guys answering that one. And it's kind of a tough one. I, it is. It is because you can go so many different ways with it. You know, I like first thing that actually came to my mind was college, right? It's the yeah. one thing that everybody says that you should like, you should do, you should do. I, no, sorry. I, I started college. I didn't finish college. I couldn't stand it. I could not stand being taught something that all of this crap that did not matter for what I was actually going to college for. And meanwhile, all the tech was way too old that they were actually trying to teach me at that time. But again, I find it super annoying. Everybody else finds it like society says you should do it. And hey, everybody had a good time. Like, hey, Ryan, are you happy you spent like $75,000 to party for four years? <laughs> yes. See? Well, yeah. <laughs> See? Uh, that answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I had to pay for my wife, so I'm not. <laughs> yeah, understandable. Uh, anyway, pull the rope. Okay, gotta be ripping. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna throw out something here. Okay, uh, I kind of want to know. This is kind of another random question. I, and I apologize for throwing this at you, but I want to know if you guys are anti-social. Wow, I go anti-social, anti-social, and how anti-social are you? And I, and I kind of need an example. Like, um, I'm so antisocial, I never look people in the eyes. I'm always walking down the, the sidewalk with my eyes down, you know? Like, it's it's funny with everybody's phones now. Like, it's so used to, like, easy just to look down and, and start to walk even when somebody's coming at you rather than make eye contact, say hello. I'm even yeah. talking pre-COVID, right? You know? Do you have anything? Do you, either of you think that you're antisocial? I think so. I think I'm definitely, I have my moments where, you know, if I'm in unfamiliar territory or like hostile territory, I'll just kind of keep to myself. Um, but even at work with, you know, when I worked with everybody that we knew, I just kind of hang out a little bit, but I have these like waves of, I want to be a butterfly and I just want to sit in my office in my cave. So I guess it just depends on what, how my mood is, but I don't know. I, I guess I'm like in the middle. All right, Ryan. The first thing that came to mind when you when you said that was like walking by people because you kind of had mentioned that, right? Also, I'd take driving by people. Uh, I, you know, I live in an apartment complex. You know, other people might live in an actual neighborhood where it's probably a little bit more friendly. Maybe, maybe not. But like, I'm talking like Midwest type stuff. It didn't matter in the Midwest. Everybody looked at each other. If even if you were driving by, if you were walking by the neighborhood, everybody was like. What up, Tom? How you doing? How's the dog? How's your ankle? I know you had uh, surgery. I'm just like, okay, that's cool. 
And like I come to Phoenix, and now I'm, I've lived here for what, like six, seven years now, somewhere around there. I, I go walk the dog, and I'm like, like you said, Ryan, like kind of looking down, mm-hmm. like minding my own business, because that's what I know uh, physicians or <laughs> whatever we call ourselves, they like to do. Sure. So I'm like looking down, but I'm also like peeking up just in case they say hi, because if they say hi and I don't, then I just look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You'll engage if they engage, but you're not going to be the one that initiates it. Yeah, so right. I'm like, yes, I can absolutely be social, but in most cases, I don't want to be the guy who's like, hey, because I know some people are uncomfortable with that, especially out in Phoenix. And same with driving by people as well. But would I consider myself antisocial overall? I would say absolutely not. Okay, uh, like for me, like it's weird. Like anybody that's worked like knows that I like to get out, talk with everybody in the office. I'm the one cracking jokes and everything. I kind of hide behind that, but like, I have like terrible anxiety when I'm around yeah. like groups of people, especially when it's people I don't know. I like terrible, terrible anxiety. Um, so like I've kind of become a hermit. Like this is pre COVID outside of work, you know, and, and COVID has not helped with it. Like I'm so antisocial now that if I swipe my credit card at a gas pump and it says see cashier, I just fucking leave. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, that is so bad. <laughs> I was like, see cashier. Oh, fuck that. I ain't gonna happen here. I'll pull out a different credit card. Try that. You know, anything. I, I'm, I don't want. I don't want human oh, interaction. That is hilarious. Awesome. I so, thought. I thought maybe I was the only one. Teeter, I think you need to buy a Jeep then, because then that way, when you have a Jeep, there's you just wave to other people in Jeeps, and you don't even know them, and like it's just this thing. Seriously, bro. Yeah. When I, up, I had my Jeep, I was driving around and people are just waving at me. And I'm like, why are people just randomly waving at me in other Jeeps? And it's this thing. It's called the Jeep wave. And like, if you have a Jeep, you just, you know, you got your hand on the steering wheel and you're like, yo, and that's the thing. Right. The Jeep yeah. wave. I've always wanted to, and I, I've actually done it before, um, but bikers also do that same right. thing, right? Instead of waving, they, they like put their hand down to the side of their bike, yeah. you know, real cool, real nonchalant. Don't want to be like, oh, hi guys, how you doing? Uh, you just want to be like, what's up, dude? And I know you can't see my hand, but one, if I would get a bike, I would totally go like this to everybody, every other biker that I'd saw. I'd be like, hi guys, hi, hi. Because uh, I think it's just absolutely hilarious. Um, but uh Two, as far as that goes, I would never get a Jeep. Sorry. Oh, man. Have you guys ever been uh, antisocial enough that it takes you an hour to an hour and a half of motivational self-talk, you know, just to make a phone call that lasts 45 seconds? Oh, yeah. You have, like, you you plan it out. I do that where I'm going to play out this conversation in my mind and I'm going to play both parties and, like, figure out each way that it could go. And then when you have it, it's like, oh, I didn't. It was a yes or it was a no. Me and Andy, me and Andy did, there was a, there was a work meeting. There was a decently important work meeting where me and Andy like met, you know, we, we were doing this presentation that they had no freaking clue of. Like we were pulling it out of nowhere and like giving this presentation to the, uh, one of the, the higher guys. And, uh, he, we sit down we're like, okay, we're, me and Andy are like, okay, he's going to say this back. He's going to say that. And he's going to say this. And we're you know, changing up the presentation. We got to the end of the presentation waiting for his questions, you know, and he's like, yeah, you, that was pretty damn good. You guys hit on absolutely everything that I would. I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, but that was a time where it actually worked out, right? Like it, it was just decent. I, I know that was kind of off topic, but I just felt good about that. And I needed to share that story. 
So you said that you have anxiety, right? And so like if, if the world fixes itself and we go back to an office situation, then how do you feel with that anxiety of then presenting in front of people and like talking? Oh, uh, I don't prepare for things like that because I will literally have a panic attack. Like I have to be the person that just, just yeah. and wings it, you know, cause there's, there's no way, you know, I don't even know why I'm bleeping certain times. Cause other times I just let it flow. Anyway, uh, the, yeah, like I have to, I have to just wing it. I do enough to like, I know, okay, the presentation is going to work this, that, you know, those types of things. But like, I'm not the one that's going to write out cards, do the speech three or four times ahead. Of t- I probably should. Cause I talk like an idiot sometimes, but. And, and I'm currently in that scenario. I am presenting to people who are, they're new hires within our company. And, you know, I'm presenting some, to some pretty high, high up people for sure. Like one's a VP, right? So, um, but I don't really have the nerves or anything like that. One, because I, I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so it just makes it really comfortable. Two, again, I would consider myself very friendly and social like that. So I'm comfortable talking to those people. Um, but then also, I already have my presentation set up. So like yeah. everything is already there for me and already laid out. All I really need to do is get through some of the, how's the weather today? where are you located? All of this like random nonsense to basically try to comfort and get to know those people, I guess, since they're new hires. And then just boom, go right into the actual product trainings and stuff like that. I've been doing this for like two days straight, Tuesday and today. So it's it's a lot for sure. Yeah. And I, and I think to answer your question a little more, like ironically, I'm starting to get to the point where I don't like working from home. You know, mm-hmm. like if COVID was instantly not a thing in any way, shape or form, conspiracy or not, or whatever the hell, you know, if it was instantly wiped away and it was gone, uh, I think I would, and, and we had the option, do you want to work from home or do you want to work from the office? I think I might work from the office at least half of the week. Yeah. Um, mostly because here's, here's the deal. Um, I started a new job a couple months back, right? Like I feel like I would be so far advanced in trying to figure out everything that we're trying to do if I was there versus like, I'm like emailing these people. I have no clue if you even still work for the company, let alone what your title is, or if this is your role, I'm just blanket emailing people to try to figure stuff out. You know, I just feel like so disconnected from that piece. So like I need to be at an office to, to learn that side of things. Yeah, I can see that. All right, Ryan, you posed this question early on in our Discord chat between the three of us, not not anybody else. You can't get into it. No, maybe later, not now. Hmm. Give us $5 and I'll let you in. Um, what is the most responsible thing hmm. that you've done recently or as an adult? And I'm going to cut out proposal, marriage, kids, like so that way me and Andy like get all that off the table, right? All that's off the table, you know? What is the most responsible thing you've done? I'm going to say, let's just make it easy. The last 12 months. In the last 12 months. Ryan, since you originally wrote this question, I feel like you had an answer. Go ahead. Uh, Yeah, and and it's just, it's, did you cut out work-related stuff? No, no, just, just okay. totally. To, oh, the only thing I'm cutting out is like big life things that like have a kid, take care of your kid, you know, uh, 
work out like that's stupid okay stuff. all right cool um so simple answer i just took camel out to take a shit uh like 20 minutes ago uh yeah that was that's pretty much about it <laughs> i'm just i'm just kidding that's like a kid um, that doesn't count yeah so right now i'm uh we just have we have bought a company van right this is a this is a sprinter van mercedes the biggest one you could buy you can walk inside of that thing without having to you know crouch down you full up stand vertical and you're walking inside oh i think i know where this is going you turned it into a mobile porn studio yes that is responsible enough for me especially since it was work absolutely not oh i thought you were just gonna call it the only vans the only van. wow that's actually a good one uh, yeah i'll give you a round of applause on that one i literally just came up with that but that's okay. where we need the round of applause yeah. thing. Yeah. Or or the laughing or something like that. But essentially where I was going is I've been taking care of this van for the last like two weeks, essentially. I've been scheduling cleanings for it. I have to take uh, care of the new registration and get it, get plates for uh, Arizona because the current plates are in New Jersey and stuff like that. I'm taking it to getting it wrapped to some people, which I didn't schedule, um, but I'm taking it there. I have to pick it up. I had to power wash it beforehand. So right now I'm just doing a lot of prep work um, on, you know, a hundred thousand plus minivan for our company, you know, and I would say that's decently responsible, right, to take that in, especially since it's really not my responsibility to get that done. Okay. Well, mostly I was just, I'm, I'm the closest one to a lot of stuff. So I was like, you know what, I'll take that responsibility on so you don't have to drive an hour to get to different places. Hmm. That's mine. I'd say that's decently responsible. Write that on a one to 10. What do you give me? Comments in the chat, one to 10. What do you give me? If I don't knock points off of it, because I feel like I need to knock points off of it because it's work related. You, you okay. somehow, some way got paid for that. So, like, I'm going to give you a seven. Like, if it was just like, hey, my buddy needed me to go do this, then it would be a 10, right? Because you feel like you went way, way you, but you got, you got monetized. Well, and I had a lot of family help me out in transportation, right? I'm Oh, and another thing, I had to take it to the Mercedes dealership to get maintenance on it, right? They, they I gave them all my contact information, you know, all that good stuff. So another thing I had to do. Okay. Anyways, there's a lot of family and Corey involved in transporting this vehicle. I can't just drive it there and be like, get an Uber back. I could and have just the work pay for it. But Corey drove me places. My dad drove me places. So, you know, uh, out of a thank you, I had work pay for some lunch and some gas. You should have just, you should have just told your dad to like, Hey, sign up for Uber real quick. Cause you'll get like a hundred dollars signing bonus. And then I'll use you for like this week. <laughs> if only it happened that fast, yeah. that would be great. Andy. So, okay. A seven. All right. I'll take that. Andy, go ahead. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got two. One is calling and canceling a gym membership that I don't use. I felt very responsible for that uh, because it had been at least 12 months since I signed myself up uh, and had not gone. And then the second one is we recently bought some patio furniture. We bought this chair outside and for outside and uh, it was a as is. And so they were like, oh, you know, we ran out of this stock and you could buy the new. So it was a weird example. But anyways, it, it kind of doesn't swivel properly. So calling and telling them, hey, this isn't OK and you got to fix it. And I feel like a lot of people don't do that when you probably need to do that. Mm -hmm. And and, you know, telling people that something isn't right when it's not right and, and making them make good on it 
I feel was a responsible thing. So we ended up getting an extra $65 off of the price. So. Damn. I do that all the time. <laughs> I have very high standards when it comes to products and aesthetics yeah. and looks and quality. My glasses, we talked about my glasses the other day. My glasses had bubbles and they were popping out of the, like, that's just shit quality. 100% I will call all the time if it's not what I bought. Yeah. So, yeah, and if people don't do that because they don't want to come off as like, you know, a Karen or I'm just, I'm just a complainer and I'm looking for something for free. It's like, you know, you sold me this and this is the expectation and you failed on delivering that. So yeah. you need to make right on it. And I'm not looking for something for free, but either take it back and let me buy something else and, you know, give me a discount or whatever. But I, I think that people just don't do it out of fear. Maybe there's some antisocial anxiety of, of wanting to be confrontational. Yeah, and, But where the Karens, sorry, Ryan, go ahead. I, I was just going to say from the Karen standpoint, it's like you can be respectful and, you know, be like, yeah. Hey, you know, I really, this just isn't working out for me. I know this isn't your fault whoever you're talking to, but is there anything you can do for me, you know, and, yeah. and try to get it fixed? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. The Karens raise hell. We call and we're like, hey, I just want to let you know, you know, just bought this like five days ago. It's really not like that great of quality. Wondering if you could help me out. Send me a new one, you know, check it out. Yeah, but yeah, sure. Yeah, I can give I'll you, help you out. I can give you a ridiculous, you know, example of this recently. And, and this isn't necessarily, uh, hey, a bad customer service. It's just a bad business practice um yeah. for 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 everybody that's been longtime listeners or or uh, um knows me or andy they know that we've worked for massage envy i worked for them for 10 almost 10 years and worked for other franchise companies where they're all membership based so like i like we are very keenly aware of what membership agreements say how to how to enforce them you know should you really enforce them everything anyway i have uh my pets go to PetSmart um, for Banfield uh, for their uh, checkups and everything else. And they're on a monthly reoccurring fee that gives you discounts and includes their shots and all this crap, which, uh, you know, uh, anyway. So I, three weeks ago, had uh, my oldest dog, you know, I had to put him down. So one of the calls the same day was to Banfield to let them know, which they were already aware um, that it was going to happen. And uh, called, they're like, well, you got to call this other line in order to cancel the plan. So I'm like, okay, call the corporate number, get this nice lady on the phone. And she's like, okay, well, what we do is your plan just renewed like three months ago. So there's still nine months worth of service on it. So you can either pay that out or we can look at the bills that you've had in the last two months and pay the difference on if you wouldn't have had that, that thing. And like, they almost came out to the same dollar amount. And I'm like, I'm like, Hey, like I, come on, this is some bullshit. Like I get what you're trying to do. I also feel like this is like the worst business practice ever for the deceased. That's like saying, Hey man, Netflix, you know, I'm sorry. My mom died. I don't care. I'm still charging that friggin' 1999 a month. I don't care. Yeah, it's just like the dumbest thing ever. You're like, come on, come on, remove the deceased clause should like eliminate it. Like, right? Like the deceased piece. So like I had to go down the route. Like they weren't going to take anything off, like nothing. You know, I was like, okay, I, I got my other dog on, on another plan as well. When does hers renew? They're like, oh, April. I was like, good, cancel it. You're never going to make another dollar off of me because you're forcing me to buy something that I won't ever use. 
So do you want to only make the 800 bucks or do you want to make a few more thousand for the rest of the life of this dog while I have this dog? Well, sir, that's just not how it works. No, listen to the economics and you might want to go uh, talk to your boss. You know, I was like, I really say this. uh I was like, I will cancel the plan right now. So they came back and they're like, well, we'll wait two months. I'm like, no, then. Okay. I'll cancel it right now with the other animal as well. I'll pay you what you agreed to. I understand that it's in the fine print, but uh, fine. They, so they ended up like they, we've compromised in the middle. So I don't feel like it was a total win. Uh, and I don't think they thought it was a total win, but Hey, it's somewhere in the middle and I still may cancel my other dog. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at that point too, you're like, that's such shitty business practice. Like you just said, yeah. wow. Yeah. Like, come on. I get anything else. Like if I just wanted to call and cancel it, but the, I'm like, do you need a copy of the death receipt from the euthanized people that just came to my house? Cause I will. Do gladly... you want me to send you a portion of his ashes? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I will gladly give you whatever you need to prove death. But anyway, anyway. Yeah. So. I hate that. That's too bad. It, whenever that happens to me, I'm like, show me where I signed that. Yeah. Pull it up. You guess they would never be able to find the, the copies of anything anyway, because we've transferred between so many band fields over the years. Yeah. Anyway, uh, mine, back to the most responsible thing besides uh, deciding to you know have to put down a pet, which is very, very hard and responsible. Um, mine is probably, I had two, uh, one of which is sitting behind me, like if I can point the right direction, like right here. I have a massive amount of data for everything that I do. Uh, whether it's work related or uh, side stuff, you know, um, I have like, let's just say 10, I'll just say 10 terabytes of data um, just for my house um, that's sitting there. And I decided to upgrade my backup storage from just uh, hard drives that were sitting around plugged in USB that keep getting knocked off of the desk by my son to uh, officially um, stuff that's sitting behind me that I can actually back up and then offsite back it up. I know that's like sounds super lame, but I'm a tech guy. So that's like super huge for me to not do that. And I used to have it in the cloud. I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. So sounds fancy. Yeah. Yeah. It's too damn expensive. I spent too much money, but then the other piece uh, that I would actually say responsibly wise um, is one of my goals for this year was just shitloads of side hustle stuff different ways, whatever triggered my brain. That's like, Hey, I want to go out and try this. And I'm actually going to try this. Some of the stuff me and Andy are working on. Um, some of the stuff is just things that I've recently found that I'm like digging into. So I'm actually plowing really good through those ones. I don't want to mention any of this stuff to anybody yet, but you'll, you'll find out later on. Yeah. What what are they? Yeah. Uh, one (laughs) is a, uh, one is a Reese cup that's filled full of whale semen nice is there a wait list for that uh no there we're in clinical trials right now um Mm. but you have to have had the covid vaccine okay yeah speaking of which gives you like that sweet flavor yeah we were gonna end it right here but i gotta i gotta go on a weird conspiracy theory has anybody seen like all the videos of people getting the covid vaccine and i'm talking like people in their cars and like they act like they're giving it to them and then they turn the thing and squirt it out of the vehicle when they're done. Like the nurse is always like, okay, thank you. And it's always old people. I, am, am I legitimately the only one that's seen a ton of those? So I've seen some where they go to administer a shot, but there's no needle. Yeah. Where they're like, 
the press is like, oh my gosh, look, everybody's getting these shots and then they zoom in and there's no needle or that they did like it was kind of off to the side and then you saw them eject. Yeah, yeah, I've like, seen it. yeah like I, I've seen the press ones and I'm like, okay, there's some weird stuff like whatever. It's press like I already got my shot, but we're going to redo the damn shot. So that way the video shot so it looks good on camera so I can run this news story, whatever, you know, but like mine are all like these people taking stuff on their cell phone where it's sitting on the dashboard and like. You see this lady like, okay, all right, you know, and act like she's putting it in and then, okay, and then points it off screen. Like, you don't even see it all the way off screen. It literally shoots out of wow. the needle. And I'm not talking like a little bit. I'm talking like the quarter of the, you know, syringe is full of that crap. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That is very interesting. That's probably not the first thing I'm going to go YouTube, so it's probably why I haven't seen any of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> not, not just YouTube. I'm seeing it like Old everywhere. lady getting COVID vaccine shot. Oh, yeah. This is going to be nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right, everybody. We appreciate everybody watching us, listening to us. Uh, as always, we record every Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Arizona time. Uh, look it up. It's a weird time zone. Uh, figure it out. Uh, we don't move. Everybody else moves around us. Um, so join us on Twitch. Um, you can also uh, watch us afterwards on YouTube. And then the episodes will be posted on Thursdays. We appreciate everybody's time. And if you could do us a uh, huge favor... Uh, like, follow, and share, or give us a review on the app that you're actually listening to the podcast on, uh, Spotify or Apple, whatever one that you want to do. Appreciate it, guys, and we will see everybody next week. Bye.